someone there? Can you hear me? If you can hear this message, you're listening to Tales from the Mists, a gothic horror D&D series set in Ravenloft. Please send help. I hear them coming. The Mistwalkers. It's me. It's TK, your dungeon master for Tales from the Mists. You can find my writings on tkjwrites.com, or you can follow me on Twitter at tkjoinsthefray. My name is Lisa Penrose, and I play your heart of the party, Mercy Albrecht, the tiefling storm sorceress. You can find me at MercifulDM on Twitter or at lisapenrose.com. Hi, I'm Kayla Klein, and I play Vasily, your artificer slash mad scientist. I can be found online at kaylaklein.com or on social media at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. I'm Ashley Warren, and I play Constantina Afshalamov, the Vistana Bard from Barovia. You can find all of my work at ashleywarrenwrites.com or on Twitter at AshleyNHWarren. Hey there, demons. It's me, your girl, Hadil Almasari. I play Vargas Blackstone, an occultist warlock with too many secrets. You can find me online at TwittySuch, T-W-I-T-T-Y-S-U-C-H. There are others trapped in the mist, too. This episode features special guest Goldie Chan as Lady Elliot North and Laugh Love Lindy as Sheree Saral. Find them as at Goldie Chan and at Laugh Love Lindy on Twitter, respectively. And then just like that, all the lies came toppling down. This is episode 23, The Devil You Know. Good evening, Mistwalkers. Welcome to Tales from the Mists, a spooky campaign set in the domains of dread. This is not a typical campaign. We have a rotating cast, which means we have four anchor members. That's Lisa, Kayla, Ashley, and Hadil. Then we have two rotating cast members. That is Ms. Goldie and Ms. Lindy. Unlike previous arcs, our rotating members are usually around for four episodes. But for this one... This is their final episode, which means I I have to do my best and eventually fail because they are too charming to destroy them. No, don't mute yourself, Hadil, because we're about to talk to you. Because the last time we saw you, you were in the kitchen speaking with Pietro. Now, Pietro sauntered out and you uh, had a tantrum and threw... I think four sets of pans. I eldritch blasted several pans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that you, you got off magic Amazon. Um, and then you asked Claudia something. What did you and Claudia talk about? I told Claudia that I want her to keep a close eye on this fellow. Um, since we weren't able to see him um, out in the crowd, he must have turned into somebody else. Um, so I've had Claudia looking around for people who seem particularly interested in Constantina and Mercy, and who we haven't seen before. People that look like they don't belong there. And Claudia smiles at you and she nods. And, this is the Vargas that I like. And she slips out of the teacup and into the crowd herself. Vargas, do you return to the party? To the wedding? No. I I go back up to my room with my stuff, and I look for my sending stones. 
You find them in things, and you also find Nicodemus moping on a bed. I ask him first if he touched my stuff. No, of course I don't have any interest in your things. What are you What are you doing up here? Why aren't you enjoying the party with Mother Dearest? Mother won't let me go. Oh, why not? She thinks I'm... strange. She's ashamed of me. He, like, peeks out a little surreptitiously and then shuts his eyes real tight again. Oh, that is... Well, the apple does not fall far, I suppose. How about this, my sweet boy? Why don't you... I I know Mother said you, you couldn't, and I know that you are quite loyal to Mother, but... I think you should be able to have just a little bit of fun, you know? What if you just went down, enjoyed a little bit of dancing? I know they have candy down there. I was just down there. Sweets? I know that you like sweets. I think you should go... And get yourself some sweets. At the very least, everybody should should be able to celebrate just a little bit, you know? Nicodemus stands up, and for a moment you think perhaps he seems taller, ganglier, longer-legged. He bends underneath the doorway and starts to stalk down. Down the stairs, down towards the party. And you are in the room alone. Okay, I close the door. And because Nicodemus seems a little bit different, are, are, since Claudia is my familiar, am I able to speak with her, like, telepathically? Is that... Mm, hmm. I wonder, because we've never actually... We have never determined that. Hmm. I think... I think... I think, yes, within within maybe 30 feet, so... If she is near the stairs, she should be able to hear you. Because she can sense you. Okay, well... She can usually find you. Part of me says... Even if it's against my favor, no. Because I've never been able to do it before. Um, yeah. Or maybe she just doesn't listen. But um, I think if Claudia has encountered Nicodemus before, she'll know that this particular... Like, Nicodemus seems different. So mm-hmm. hopefully she will keep an eye. But... Um, I will see. I will say since you just leveled up and everybody has been getting like small things that they've never been able to do before, I will allow this as a thing that you can now do as a more powerful warlock since you just leveled up something a little narrative flavor. Okay. Um, I will see if I can't reach into my mind and tell Claudia if she's listening and doing what she's been told to look out for Vasily's more interesting abomination. <laughs> um, and you hear Claudia sort of giggle back, Oh, so many people at this party. I will try to keep an eye on him. Yes, yes. Don't keep your f- hands out of people's pockets. And I know how you are. Don't. Don't telepath at me in that tone. And then I will grab my sending stones and then I will try really hard to guard my mind and see if I can't reach Ferran. You dial into these sending stones and it takes a moment, but you do hear Ferran on the other end and he sounds a little impatient. Vargas, my boy, uh, is something the matter? I well, 
you tell me who's the friend you sent to keep an eye on me? Oh, our agent. Uh, she's there to procure the box and to return an item to you. She? This one was a young gentleman. Looked to Vistani, golden eyes. I'm afraid I'm unfamiliar. Was there a name or just vague details? No, they wouldn't tell me who they are. So this person, perhaps, I imagine maybe they could change appearance. Maybe I'm not so special after all. Is there any way I can contact this agent? You know, so we're all on the same page. There is a moment of silence. And then he clears his throat. Uh, Vargas, she should be already in contact with you. Did you say Golden Eyes? Yes, Golden Eyes. How interesting. Is there anything else? No, that's it for now. Is there anything you need from me? We don't get to talk that often. Only the box. Still working on it. Um, I will... I will update you in two days. I do not enjoy being disappointed. I know. I won't disappoint you. Um, before... See that you do not. Before I hang up, because I want to be the one that hangs up, is there (laughs) a way I can... Like, insight check him through the stones. The pause. Uh, I want to see what that's about. Like, do I think he's lying? Do I think... This would be a very difficult um, insight check because you have only his words to go on. But because sending stones are specifically geared to tap into the mind, you may be able to pick up a surface thought. Can I try and pick up a surface thought? Roll me insight, but you will do so at disadvantage because you have no body language or anything to go through. Three. Perhaps he lost his train of thought. Maybe. Perhaps I'm distracted. Well, I will say I will talk to him in three days and then I will uh, end the call. You think for a moment he's about to say something. There's not an intake of breath, but another sort of pregnant pause and then you end the call. I will put my sending stones. Is there a way, like, when we have these, um, to know if anybody was reading my thoughts at the time? Like, did I feel anybody try to intercept that call? You can do an arcana check, basically to determine whether or not these sending th- stones are secure. Um, 13? 13? You've never heard of anyone doing it, but somebody with... S- significant psionic power may be able to, like the Krakaleth that you ran into while underwater. But it's not something that you've ever heard of as being common. Possible. Okay. I will put my sending stones back in my bag, and then I want to disguise myself before going back to the party. Who would you like to disguise yourself as? And I get to use my my magical item for this rate. Like, I don't have to... Yeah, you can use your... You have disguised self at will, don't you, as a warlock? I will 
disguise myself as if there was like some like very generic like Vistana person at this uh this wedding like it's like that situation of like copy my homework but make sure you change some of the answers type <laughs> of thing like maybe different dress or something yeah you can do that okay i will be you saw yeah you saw a rather pretty vistana woman named arabella earlier today okay i will disguise myself um in the manner of her but something just slightly different like maybe change the hair or something you do and do you return to the party yeah i make sure that there's nobody like walking up and down um even the police know I'm lying all the time. <laughs> um, they come to get, get me. Get me. Um, I will make sure that I don't hear anybody, like walking up and down the hall. And then I do. I hear anybody? No. Everybody seems to be at this wedding. Okay. I will then return to the wedding. Now, as you go downstairs, dress. Oh, go ahead. I think if I was going to disguise myself, I want to disguise myself as somebody where we wouldn't have the mercy problem. I will disguise myself. I will say that my typical, like, woman's disguise is Claudia. I will disguise myself as Claudia. Yeah, that makes sense. So you disguise yourself as Claudia, and I'm going to have a very interesting role not too long. As you start to go down the stairs, you do hear giggling as um, Lady Elliot and... Uh, Mercy brush past you. Now, when you had left, Vasily was asleep on the bed, but they brush past you and they're they're on their way to the wedding as well. Mercy, I want you to do me a real big favor. I would like for you to roll an insight check as you pass this Vistana on the stairs. Now, I've played a little bit with time. So this is after Vasily and all of you have gone down. You're all holding lanterns about to start this ceremony. Okay. But you are the only person who has seen Claudia in your party. Yeah. Wait, is Claudia Vistana? Claudia is... Vargas? I'm just waiting for all these geese to be... Why is it so loud outside? Um... I think we decided Claudia was a partial Vistana Probably that would have... We did decide that specifically because she has been able to, like, go to different domains um, to go to parties. But if she was Vistana, she would be, like, from a very... She's very wealthy. Um, So... Yeah, she's like 116th Cherokee. Yeah, essentially. She's the the Elizabeth Warren of Ravenloft. Oh my god. Um, anyway, my new dice roll, my new pretty dice rolled, but, oh, well, that, I'm holding it up wrong, but anyway, they're cute, uh, and I rolled well and got a 19, even though I held up a 1 I know, accident. I was like, that's a 1, why would you show people that? I'm why? sorry for cursing everybody's dice by making you look at that. Um, sorry. It is in the midst of the captain's sonnet that he is clumsily reciting to his new husband that you, out of the corner of your eye, see Claudia, the ghost woman that accompanies Vargas, brush through the crowd, and then she is gone. 
I'm used to seeing ghosts, so I actually don't know if I would be very suspicious. I'd just be like, oh, she's coming to see parties. That's so nice. The difference between this is that you can tell this person is alive. There's something about ghosts where you you understand to a degree what they are. You've had this gift your whole life. This one is a living person. A 19 will give you that. Yeah, so I would probably be shocked, but we already know what happened last night. Um, So I'm going to say Mercy is shocked, but then maybe this is the time when Lady Elliot comes back and asks Mercy to dance, and then she just immediately forgets or puts it aside in her mind. Yes. Vargas, as Er not Arabella, as Claudia, you did notice Lady Elliot corner this very beautiful Vistani Arabella and they wandered down a hallway I rolled for you last week and both you and Nicodemus who has been lurking in the doorways decided it was nothing to pursue take that information as you will it's a party people do weird things at parties people do all sorts of strange things at parties so was there anything else you wanted to do as Claudia no, I'll hang out on the outskirts of the party. Occasionally, like, drink a glass of wine or something to make it look like I'm too busy to talk to anybody. I would like you to give me one more perception check and then we will move on. Is it perception? Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to be a 17. A 17 is enough to see somebody in a dark cloak it was it was strange they they seemed as though they did not belong but there was something in your mind that told you not to pay attention to them starting up the stairs and then just like that it's gone okay and i don't recognize the person just that they're in a dark cloak just a person in a dark cloak mask a mask is everybody else wearing masks well, breathing implements, but... Is this like a, like a masquerade this mask? This is specifically... Yes, this is specifically done to obscure their Well, features. my dumbass gonna follow them now, TK. Come on. I'm going up the damn stairs. Rip me. Vargas is technically alive in canon, so I can't kill you right now. Oh, I couldn't impersonate you. Oh, that would be such a good idea. Anyway, you start up the stairs after this person in this dark cloak and this mask, and you see them wait outside of Ingrid's room. And there's a careful, quiet rapping of their knuckles against the wood door. Do you watch? Do Are you stealthy? Um, yeah, no, I'm trying to be stealthy. I don't want them to catch me, but I want to, like, I'm not minding my business, so I'm trying to be <laughs> as stealthy as possible. All right, go ahead and roll me stealth. Okay. Uh, 17. I got a 19 on the die, so if they notice you, they don't say anything. Okay. But this door to Ingrid's room creaks open, and you see this person stride into the room and then close it, and for a moment you think maybe their eyes, green as summer leaves, catch yours. They give you a small wink. And they close the door. This is a woman you have seen before in the mirror in Ingrid's room. Oh, okay. That's right. Um, 
I cast invisibility on myself. Should have done that first. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, I don't know what you're thinking either. Is invisibility concentration? Thinks it is. Um, so I would be willing to give up my guise of being um, Claudia. Claudia to be invisible. So, do you go closer? Yes, and I will be very careful. I'm assuming, like, I've walked this hallway before. I know if it's going to be creaky, I will do my best to walk very carefully. Go ahead and roll me stealth. I will not tell you what they got for perception. Yeah, 19. This is a good die. Thank you for picking this out for me. This is my only son. You approach the door. You can hear sort of these muffled whispers, this... I did the best that I could. I did the very best that I could. And then a different voice say, Ingrid, I understand that you did the best that you could, and all I'm doing is informing you that your services are no longer required. I continue to listen. Some good shit. It's the good shit right here. You hear as you get closer to the door, you sort of press your ear, you can hear the tear of fabric, and then a thud. And then nothing. And the door swings open. And this figure with the black mask and a black cloak with daggers strapped across the waist and across the chest, green eyes and a red curl in the forehead, stares into the open hallway because she cannot see you. You stand face to face with the she-wolf. And over her shoulder is Ingrid's body on the floor. I... Hmm. Let me think for a second. She glances up the hallway. She glances down the hallway. I do nothing and I let her pass. She pulls that door closed behind her. And you can hear her steps on the wood. And she pauses just outside of your room. Looks the door up and down, and keeps walking. Down the stairs, back into a party that does not notice her. I wait till she's gone. I go into Ingrid's room, and I close the door very quietly behind me. I check to see if Ingrid is dead. Give me a medicine check. You roll her onto her back. Her glassy eyes stare up at the ceiling, unseeing. I got a 17. She is not dead. Damn it. I was going to speak with dead, but I guess if you're going to be alive. Um, that's not convenient. Uh, how bad, like, is she close to death? No, it seems, although her dress is torn and she's definitely hit the floor hard, she seems trance-like. Okay. Um, well, is there any threat of her dying? Not that you can tell. Okay, I will I will put her back onto her bed and, like, tuck her in, mm-hmm. and then I will leave the room. Or, before I leave the room, is there anything that I know doesn't belong to Ingrid? Because I did go through her stuff. In the room? Yeah. Oh, give me an investigation. It's Detective Barkas. Uh, investigation... 14. With a 14, everything looks like Ingrid's. Okay. Nothing seems out of place. Okay, well, I will 
there is something missing. Do I? I mean, besides the box that I stole. Um, <laughs> no, this is a, a jeweled hand mirror that you saw oh, whenever yeah, you mirror. put bugs and um, vermin in her room. Vermin. They were perfectly nice bugs. Um, okay. I assume that mirror is gone. Yeah, I assume the mirror is probably the way of like their contact, like their sending stones. So I will just leave it alone for now and go back to the party. Okay. As you close the door behind you and you start down the steps, are you Vargas again? I am, but I'm still invisible. Okay, you're still invisible. Yeah. As you go down to the party, you pass uh, somebody dressed in the typical serving attire um, that you've seen a few times in this inn. She has some cleaning supplies and some sheets to turn down a bed. Um, if... I think I will just hang out on the edges of the party and just watch people for a little while. This is where we'll conclude the wedding. Now, Argus sailed in this rowboat and uh, reached this icy shores of Todstein. Now, icy shores is an interesting way of putting it, because as we said last week, the snow here is very filmy, greasy, and as you go through this deserted village, all of you, and through this large gaping door that leads into this mausoleum mansion housing the syndicate for enlightened citizens. You see that this snow does not melt as you step inside. It's warm in here. It is warm in here, and you are greeted with long, white, always blinding, Icy pale, brightly lit with streaks of these blue lights that stretch along vaulted ceilings. There are no shadows here. It is clean, cold, clinical. Every step you take echoes on these walls. It's just a vast expanse reverberating every sound, every word. Oh, I should not have worn these high-heeled <laughs> boots. This was a bad choice, guys. I'm sorry. It's a little impractical. Oh. I mean, you did know that we were going to be doing this, right? But one must be elegant while they do this. And every single step Lady Elliot takes, it kind of reverberates this really loud click, click, click noise down the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> the sound that reverberates, it does so in a way that envelops you. It's like you can feel the vibrations on your skin. It raises the hairs on your arms and the backs of your neck. We're being led by a little flesh golem, right? You are. Mercy's going to echoey click-clack up next to the little flesh golem. And... She's uh, just going to try to, like, lean down as they walk through the hallways uh, and be like, Hello, what is your name? Do you have a name? Do you have a soul? <laughs> and we poke her. When you poke her, your hands go into her cheek like wax. When you pull your finger away, there's still a slight indentation in the flesh. <laughs> oh, I'm so... I... I, like, reach out to try to fix it, and then I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. She does not seem to um, acknowledge it. She merely uh, looks straight ahead 
you can see that her small hand is enveloped in Lady Elliot's. And you see what looks like a brand on her wrist. Brand? What does the brand look like? It is the same skull wreathed in flames. The same sign for the Syndicate for Enlightened Citizens. I'm going to click clack quickly over to Constantina. Constantina, I feel like we talked about dark lords and killing dark lords, and I know said I told you I would never, but I feel like something is going to happen and all of my secrets are going to just come tumbling down and I would rather just tell you that I lied. I have traveled Zimis before. I have been to La Mortia before, and I faced a dark lord. He was a doctor named Victor Mortinheim, and Vasily is the only one who knows that, well, a number of things happened, and one thing led to another, and I murdered him by accident, maybe a little bit on purpose. I set his house on fire, and he was in it. And I mean, I don't know how to kill a dark lord, and I really want to do well on this mission, so that's, that's good you know how to do that then. I am so glad that you are understanding. Thank you. But also, I have this feeling that he is here. This creature seems to be of his making. I mean, ask Vasily. I've told Vasily all about it. Um, Vasily? Vasily? Remember I told you about the flesh golems? And you said, oh, I have never seen one before. And you made me tell you all about it. Uh, is like, way in the back, and she's actually been, like, quietly trying to convince Vargas to leave with her. <laughs> she's like, but we could leave, though. We don't have to be here. We don't have to do this. You you, you know, the two of us, we could leave. We could take Mercy and Constantine, and we could leave. We could make them leave. And she's just, like, been begging with Vargas to, like, help her get everybody out of there. And she gets interrupted, and she's just like, Hey, come yep. here. We... D- I was, what is Vasily's expression right now? Like, do you look frightened to us or like? Um, yes, I don't think she could turn that off. So yes, she's <laughs> she, very wide-eyed and kind of hey, crazy. Okay. And I like reach out my hand, like assuming that she's frightened. Hey, look. It's- I kick her in the butt. What? I kick her <laughs> in the butt towards Constantina. Every time she's tried to like leave, I just like shepherd her back like a wandering kit. I'm like, no. I've read Vasily's journal, so like, I've read it a lot. Uh, oh god, you know what's up. I know what's you? up. So I'm like, mm, no. It's okay, Vasily. I told Constantina the truce. There are no more secrets among us. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I mean, if this is look, if this is too scary, like, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I mean, I would really, I could really use your help, but then we can all leave. Vasily, we can't if Mortenheim is still here. I mean, Constantina has her mission and we have to vanquish him. He is evil. He's a terrible man. I've told you all about him. I know, but we don't have to do this. We could go and we could never think. We could leave and say we did this and no one would know the difference because they don't come here. Who comes here? Who's ever going to come I- here? This is the worst. We could just leave and tell them I'm we did like it. Put my arms on Vasily's shoulders. I could pay each of you 
like a hundred gold if we just That's left. Late. She doesn't have any money. I am holding all of the money. She doesn't have any of it. She can't give you any money. Vasily like pats her pockets to see if she has all of her money. <laughs> Do I have all of my money or did Vargas take it? <laughs> you know what? It. You were asleep for hours. I'm going to say Vargas took it. <laughs> Mercy uh, piled up all of your money in absolutely like even rows underneath the bed so i like rolled them into like little little (laughs) coin coin papers papers. (laughs) (laughs) and she neatly knit labeled exactly how much money it was you're welcome (laughs) vasily's money please do not touch and immediately like vargas comes in and takes all of it vargas is the yogurt stealer of (laughs) ravenloft the hamburglar now shree Yes. You wanted a moment alone with Fargus, didn't you? I did. We're actually we're gonna wait because I think Hideel's having a conversation. <laughs> but I will say, as you all are talking, you can hear every once in a while the creak and then slam of doors opening and closing. Though this hallway is long, slim, plain, and smooth walled. There are no doors. It's just a hall. Just a tunnel. Vargas would like to note how ugly this building is and set like whispers to Vasily. He's being catty, but I think part of it wants her to feel a little bit better of like, who designed this? It's hideous in here. If you're going to be a dark lord, spend a little money on your your presentation is everything, you know? Trust me, it's very uncomfortable. So true. <laughs> um, but as Shree sees that Mercy, Constantina, and Vasily are have moved up and are having a conversation. She's gonna go to the back where Vargas is hanging out and be like, So, hi. We met briefly yester- uh, yesterday. Did we? We did. I'm Madame Shree Searle. Love what they've done with the plays, am I right? Bad. Oh, no. They could have done so they much better. Done better. They could have, but I was hoping to be a bit more cordial about this entire process, but... It seems that time is just flying, and I couldn't locate you after you had that conversation in the kitchens yesterday. But, never mind, we have a mutual friend. It's- okay, does the friend have a mustache? (laughs) No. (sighs) Okay, Okay. um, dead or alive, that, you know, it's a fun game we could play, it's dead dead or alive. Oh, well that would be telling, wouldn't it? Um, our mutual friend's name is Farron. Oh, oh, I- Funny, that's funny you mentioned that. We were just talking about you. We were just talking oh, about good. you. Yeah, so you have the box then. I will. Um, and the contents within? Shoot. Constantina was telling me there was complications with uh, a phylactery. There. And I, sh- I. And Vasily was involved. Vasily. I mean, look at her. She's a mess, right? Am I right? Have you seen anybody more of a mess? Have you met her children? They are... Charming and delightful. I adore they, them. I do like Nicodemus. He is my favorite because he hasn't tried to kill me and he promised to name a ship after me. <laughs> but, so, the box... Oh, very good. The box itself, unfortunately, destroyed. But the contents of the box, completely safe. Yes. And if, if perhaps you and I could find some time to speak... Because they don't know oh. about this. And, um, she'll cast message. Ah, yes. Um, so the, the, the contents of the box. 
Vasily is holding it for me, doesn't know what it is, doesn't know what it is, um, but I felt if somebody found it, she would have absolutely no idea. She's a complete idiot. So, um, <laughs> best to plant it on her person. It's probably in her bag somewhere, and I know that her bag has just been organized, so it should take no time for us to find it. But, um, <laughs> do we... Do we need another box? Because the box was destroyed. No. Okay. The box is not the important okay. part. It's the contents it's within. The yes. All right. Very important. And I I know the person that you spoke to, whoever they were in the kitchen, threatened you. Uncomfortable. I assure you that, that Firan is much more... You should listen to him. He's a much better ally to have. Um, and I'd like to insight check Vargas. As someone has told me that they spout nothing but lies and are a terrible person, and the other one's like, they're decent. And if so. I, I'm actually going to tell you, you don't really need that insight check, because you were okay. there when Constantina told Vincenzia exactly what happened to the phylactery. Which is that one of her companions drank it. Drank it. So I could assume that Vasily drank the phylactery. I'm like, do you mean that she's holding it in her stomach? That's going to be difficult to withdraw, isn't it? Yes, and I, so I don't know a ton about the human body for, or the the tiefling body. I don't know much about either. I don't know if maybe they have like a second stomach that they hmm. hold it in, but this is a problem. Oh, a humans, uh, tieflings, do you know if she's had a bowel <laughs> movement um, since consuming the phylactery? I... I'm uncomfortable suddenly because I like to think that ladies don't do that. <laughs> but oh well, most human ones do. Oh, that is. I mean, I don't. That but... is disgusting. <laughs> this is horrible. Um, and well, I guess you know the truth will out. We could always stick Vasily in a box and bring her to Ferran. I'm sure he would know what to do. Honestly, I bet right now she wouldn't mind if. If we bring Vasily to Fran, he's he's not going to, like, kill her, is she? Because I'd be pretty... It would put me in a sticky situation, as we like to say, in the Underdark. I see. Sticky yes. situation. Well, I, c I can honestly say that I do not know. I would like to think that killing her, perhaps since she is cur the current housing for the phylactery, might harm the contents That within, was my thought exactly. That would be... I'm uncertain. For, he's so smart. I need to study her extensively. Yeah, he's, he's too smart, so I, I think he would... No, he could not do that. That would be foolish, because then the phylactery would be all over the floor. Um, and then another person might drink it. I don't know. Um, so what? I mean, unless it's been absorbed in her body, like nutrients. Maybe. So what? what should we do. That is a question. My current thought process is we find a much larger box and stick Vasily in it and send her with me when I return. Honestly, the whole reason I signed on this contract was to, to get retrieve the box from you oh, and to deliver this, and I'll um pull out a sword. Oh. Is this the one I yeeted into the forest? This is the one that you yeeted into the forest. <laughs> no, my son, my baby is back. Okay, I will be like... Firan wanted you to have this. Of course she did. It's probably cursed now. Oh, it was cursed before. <laughs> Alright, I will uh, tie it. Uh, or, no, it's a cane, so I will hold it to my hand and be like, Lady Cherie, I think... Family heirlooms are very important. 
You look like the type who would like good antiquing. As you take this family heirloom into your hands, it feels different. Oh, boy. You have a sense holding it that with your otherworldly powers that you have gained, this is somehow tied to that. And you don't know if being with Shri was enough to unlock the power in the way that she tapped into the magical abilities of Mercy's dagger, Vosley's dagger, and Constantina's violin. But you know if you ever need this sword, you can summon it out of thin air if need be. Essentially, from DM to Hadil, this is your packed weapon. Okay. Well, now I'm going to make it a lot cooler in my brain. Like, it's made of, like, when I summon it, it's either, like, ghostly smoke that materializes into a sword. Um, I will say to Lady Shri, let's, let's complete the task at hand, and then you and I will talk about this bigger box. I think it's in yes. our best interest. Quick question, though, before we we um we end this particular private conversation. Did you know the man who talked to me in the kitchen? Oh, if only. Okay. Well, <sighs> he seemed vaguely threatening. Vaguely. I do also know if I will be charged for the cookware that I blasted offhand. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll, it'll be fine. They have ways of working themselves out. We'll talk about this box, and then I will. Yes, I would advise we not return to the matchbook menagerie after this. Probably for the best. Um, and then I will. Draw. Oh. We have a delivery to make. We... Yes, we do. Like Amazon Prime. <laughs> As you reach the end of this hallway, there are two figures that await you, and a great curved door underneath a dark wood arc. It's very plain. It's very stark, utilitarian. The two figures are in white uniforms, and like Charlotte, like this child flesh golem that has been leading you through this mausoleum, they have waterlogged, bloated bodies pocked with the plague. There are name tags on their uniforms, on these high-necked, buttoned, plain tunics and cassocks. One... Marietta, the other, Ezekiel. And they motion to the door as one, a single unit, with creaking joints, and stiff limbs, and say nothing. Is my dagger glowing? Your dagger is ringing. Or ringing. Your dagger okay. is ringing and has been ringing this entire time. It has been reverberating on the walls. Answer the phone! <laughs> Vasily, Nicodemus's long fingers curl around your shoulder for a moment. And he squeezes hard. He's taller, somehow, bigger, more grown, and he has to hunch under these vaulted ceilings to walk beside you. Bossley, like, puts puts her hand on his hand, briefly, and just doesn't say anything. But she looks very sad. What would you all like to do? Mercy kind of wants to draw a circle around these bloaty undead people, but also feels like maybe now is not the time. <laughs> um, so she's just standing there feeling very conflicted. Also, she's probably trying to hold Constantina's hand really hard because Vasily's acting weird. As the group of you have stopped 
so too does all the sound in this building stop, with nothing to echo off the walls. It's just silence. Um, I would like to cast message on Mercy. I, we can do this. You did it once before. But he's back. Why is he back? I mean, I think he's back. It was his handwriting, and I, Vasily seems scared, and I've never seen her like this. Yeah, I'm, I've never... We've been through some scary situations, and I've never seen her like this before. But was she... She wasn't with you when you killed him the, the first time? No, I met Vasily in Darkon, and um, I went to Lamortia during the summer, and when I came back, I told her all about mm, it. I mean, why... Do you, th- do you think she's really that scared? I... I don't know. I guess maybe most of the time we are fighting something that she made that is trying to kill me. So maybe this time it is different, and so she's actually scared? I don't know. Well, I think that we are stronger together, so we, you know, we can do this. Did you do it alone last time? Was it just you? No, I was with others. Um, other adventurers. Well, um, I guess all we can do is try our best. He seems to be a bad person and the menagerie wants him dead, so we can do it. I'm going to squeeze Constantina's hand three times. Um, Thank you for making me feel strong. I guess for everyone else, we're just like gazing into each other's eyes (laughs) in the doorway. How do you feel about that, Lady Elliot? Can Lady Elliot take this time actually to send a message to Constantina? Um, Double message. (laughs) He's like, sorry, I have another call. She's going going to say, she's going to send a very cute message. Let's just do that first. She's sending a very cute message to Mercy saying, even when you're scared, darling, you look amazing. That's the message she sends to Mercy. And then she turns to Constantina and she sends a message and says, Does the name Eva ring a bell, my dear? Uh, No. Should it? Should it? I mean, you asked me the question first. Should it? Does this have to do with your contract with the menagerie? I wouldn't worry too much about that, darling. I wouldn't worry about too much anymore. Um, I'm going to message Mercy again. Don't trust Lady Elliot. She has another agenda. I know you like her, but please, do you trust me? <laughs> Look, you can make your own decisions, but I'm just asking you as my friend to be on guard around her. I trust you. I love our goth dating sim. Everyone's um, just staring lovingly <laughs> to each other's eyes. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, the golems are also staring, so it's just like <laughs> everyone's just staring quietly at each other. Um, Mercy will message Constantina. Fine, I will be on my guard. I trust you. And then she's just going to 
um, smile and like nod, like we've got this. And she's going to turn and stab her athame into the ground and try to carve little circles around the the golem guards. No. Were they golems? <laughs> you said they were like bloated. I thought they were undead. Golems are different. They are they are golems made from the waterlogged bar- bodies of these oh, people. So they've got stitches yes. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to bother doing <laughs> yeah, that. They're then. waterlogged. Um, Charlotte Stern, for example, you know her body was tossed overboard. Um, you expect you ex. I think that you can safely assume that Marietta and Ezekiel were both tossed overboard as well. Uh, some of the plague carriers from the Endurance. So, I'm gonna step into the yeah. room. I'd like to take out my sickle, by the way. Hands on these ornate brass knobs, pushing these doors open on well-oiled hinges. You see this long stone table, gray as a gravestone, with a few seats and a man in a high-collared suit. And he has a small steel cup. He looks down at a brass pocket watch in his hand. Up at you, sort of. Furrows his brow like a disappointed teacher. You're late. And shuts that pocket watch with an audible click that echoes through this empty room. Um, I would like to to Vasily so only she can de- make a jerking off motion. <laughs> Vasily doesn't laugh. Vasily's like wide-eyed staring into the middle distance like wringing her hands together. Behind him is a large furnace. You realize the snowflakes still have not melted. Instead what coats your shoulders and your hair are flakes of gray ash. The wind starts picking up around Mercy, just kind of like swirling around her uh, in a radius, and her hair goes a little bit wild, and the wind kind of blows the ash away from her. Um, She starts to crackle with little bits of lightning. It almost looks more like static electricity, little red sparks all along her. How did you survive? He sets this pocket watch on the table. And he doesn't even look at you, Mercy. He doesn't... He doesn't even acknowledge your existence. None of you in this room matter. Except Lady Elliot. I was promised shipment a day ago. (sighs) I'm sorry. It's, It's just quite difficult... To figure out, and I have an idea, I have a very good idea that that I'd love to share with you right now. Out of these, this band of, as you can see, misfits. Please continue. I do believe, my best guess, honestly, is... And then Lady Elliot walks over to Constantina, puts her hand behind her back and kind of gives her a little shove forward 
and is like, honestly, my best guest is is this little pie. I think that she's truly the only one no. who could potentially. <sighs> oh. Well, I am sorry, my dear. This has been a lot tougher than you think. I mean, look at me traveling with them. It has been an awful mess. So if it's not her, then, I mean, that one isn't even human. That one isn't human. Which one would it be? He stands, splays these long-fingered hands on the top of the table, gets up, and there's a groan of old joints. But when he stands, it's with stiff shoulders, a sure back. This man is a man who is used to being in charge. Ava, come in, bring my grandson. Vasily groans really loudly, and she, like, she grabs Nicodemus's hand and she says, Yes, father, and walks across the room with Nicodemus. She just looks at the ground. She won't look at anybody. I expected him to look different, I guess. Oh, I was so wrong. How disappointing. I will message Constantina and say, I was really hoping it wouldn't come to this, but I overheard Vincenzia telling Lady Elliot to make sure you did not reach the mainland. I with I feel like Lady Elliot, like her hands were just pushing me a second ago, and I would like to turn around and stab her with my sickle. I knew I couldn't <laughs> trust you, and I would like to attempt to shank her. <laughs> I would like to attempt to <laughs> That's avoid a good idea. being shanked. <laughs> Both of you roll me a d20 super quick so I can do a nice little initiative to see who asks first. <laughs> yep. 19. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Lady Elliot, go ahead and roll your... Or you don't have to. Uh, Constantina, go ahead and, and attempt to stab her. Um, but you will do so at disadvantage because she's expecting it. Oh, well, my disadvantage is still pretty good. Um, that is... I mean, she's got an AC knot. Yeah, it's definitely higher than that. It's 12 plus... Sorry, I don't use my sickle very much. It's, Murder um, me instantly. 16? <laughs> Would have been a dirty 20. So, yeah. 16. To hit. Alright, roll your damage. Feels so squishy right now. Um, okay, <laughs> that is... Um, f- five points of damage. And you hear him in the background... I won't have this. Ezekiel and Ezekiel will attempt to grapple Constantina plus his strength. So a 16. That gets me. Yep. You feel these meaty arms come around you much thicker than the body that they should be attached to. And they just cross underneath your rib cage and hold your arms down. The man... Dr. Victor Mordenheim at the front of the table waves Lady Elliot over with two fingers. Come get your payment, then. Thank you, my dear. Lady Elliot very classily walks up, grabs the, I'm assuming, beautiful bag of coins, or, yeah, she takes it, and then she sends, she looks over to Constantina and just laughs a little bit and sends a message and said, 
If you can't trust me, don't trust Lady Shri. <laughs> and then she sends another message to Mercy and is like, You are still the cutest little plum. <laughs> Mercy isn't listening. The second Vasily responds to Mordenheim and stalks walking forward, the wind that had picked up around her abruptly stops. Um, and she's going to just kind of like rush forward uh, and like grab Vasily's hand and say, don't go, don't go to him. I, what's, what's happening? I don't understand. Why is he calling you Eva? Vasily like just sets her jaw really tight and shakes Mercy's hands off and walk, continues walking to Mordenheim. No, stop. Um, Mercy's just going to like keep trying to grab your hand and just say, I don't. I don't understand so. You're you're Vasily, you're my friend. You I met you in Darkon and you've always lived in Darkon. How do you know him? She still won't say anything. She's just trying to she just keeps shaking you off and keeps walking. I don't Constantina Vasily's confused. Eva is Dr. Mortenheim's daughter. She died. I I saw her die as a child with my gravesite. It thus this doesn't make sense. Why is he calling you that? Um, and I just keep trying to follow you, and I'm like trying to push Nicodemus out of the way so that I can get to you. Constantine is like straining against the grapple. Like, yeah, yeah. Doctor Mortenheim makes a motion at Marietta to grab onto your hand, Mercy, and restrain you as well. Would you like to resist the grapple? Um. Mercy uh, is going to turn abruptly um, to the golem trying to grapple her. Um, the wind immediately picks up again, and her eyes almost sort of flash with that same red lightning. And she says, do not touch me. And I thunderstep. Okay. Um, uh, which also involves like a con save and stuff if she's next to me. But really, Mercy wants to appear next to Mordenheim. Um, I will use sorcery points if I need to, to thunderstep as a bonus action. And then I want to stab Mordenheim with my dagger. I want to use my inspiration to do something before she does that. I want to cast Shield of Faith on Mordenheim. You don't have to spend your inspiration to do that. You can do that with your dagger. I mean, I want to do it, like, quickly, so yeah. I just want to cast, I want to, like, just quickly cast Shield of Faith on him. Both of you roll me um, an initiative to see how fast this happens, whether or not Vasily can notice what is happening. Um, I got a 19 plus 1, so dirty 20. I'm trying to figure out how to, okay, I can't. It was a 20, I okay, swear. Okay, so a nat 20. Vasily... You are a split second too late as Mercy thundersteps out of the hands of this golem, who I will not make roll a, sa a con saving throw. They will take everything that the lightning has to give them, which makes her chest heave and you see her muscles shiver and bulk for a moment and she begins to stock forward if it matters because i'm cheating a little bit because i know so much about flesh golems it does it was thunder damage oh, thunder damage instead of lightning yes. damage i will yes. i will remember this so yes she does take <laughs> okay. damage in that case 
What what does lightning damage? Does anything do lightning damage? I guess lightning bolt doesn't do thunder damage. Anyway, yeah, thunder is more concussive. Um, So she will take that concussive damage instead. And Mercy appears behind Mordenheim. How many? mm, Let's do spend one sorcery point to say that you made that a bonus action. Okay. It is actually like there's a set. It's like one of my. It's like a thing. There is yeah, an actual isn't there number like of a, sorcery. Like a quicken spell. Is it one or two? It is two. It might be the level of the spell. I haven't used my sorcery points. You can spend two sorcery points. Yeah, two. Okay. Bam, bam. Okay, I spend two. Yeah, because I thought you were doing it as a quicken spell. Um, and then she stabs him. I want to stab him specifically in the neck. Okay. Please roll me your attack. Um, and I'm stabbing with my special dagger, the briar. Um, so it is a 20, 6, 24, 24. Yeah, you definitely stab him in the neck. And he doesn't flinch. And a moment later, a radiant bubble goes up around him. And you see Vasily clutching the handle of her dagger, holding it out like some manner of holy symbol in front of her. You know that she is protecting him now. Vasily, why are you doing this? You know what this man has done. Is it... Is it true? Are you... Are you his daughter? I don't... I don't understand. You're not even human. She just keeps looking down. She won't She won't say anything. Did he make you like you made your children? Did he do something to you? Like he... Who, who is he to you? Vasily! Can I try to break out of my grapple or... <laughs> yeah, I would like resist. to resist. I wanted to let everybody do, like, a thing they wanted to do before we came back around. Ooh, boy. What is it? Is- I'm going to say whatever you got probably broke it. Uh, 13? Yeah, you slip out dexterously. Cool. Um, I, yeah, I would like to go... Uh, wait, Mercy, you're, like, behind Mordenheim? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not... Yeah. I won't go that far. I just want to kind of, like, flank him. To to set the scene, this is about a 30-foot foot, okay. uh, long room. Just FYI for everybody. Vasily, say something. Vasily continues to not speak to anyone and turns and kind of looks at Nicodemus and says, we need to, we need to protect father, but don't hurt them. Well, but, oh, well, all right, but they did give me sweets, so I, it does, do, it just doesn't feel well in my tummy. Doesn't feel well in my tummy either. Well, can we go back to the boat after this? He'll get mad. He'll be cross with us. Well, I don't I don't want his grandfather cross with us. Then we need to protect him. Okay. Vargas and Shree, what are you doing before we roll initiative? My ass watching this. She's looking at Vargas. Like, I'm watching this shit like I'm in the hood, like looking at like <laughs> somebody getting evicted downstairs. I'm like I'm gonna make a TikTok of this later. <laughs> Who's the father? Um <laughs> she's just like um Blackjury is cooperating with the necromancer. Mm. See, I read this all in a diary. I just assumed everybody knew already. 
Oh, it's, I'm new. So in my so. defense, at first I did not know it was her diary. I thought it was a very sad handwritten book, but it's very dramatic. We could always try to convince everyone to just not fight, and then we can all take a fun trip to Dark. I don't... I like the plan. I do. I do. It's a great plan. It won't work. That Mercy is a pistol. So, what I think... Well, what if Mercy was unconscious? What if? What if? Indeed. We could just leave, then. We could just leave. Unless you think he would like the phylactery to stay. We have to take the phylactery with us. I f- we must protect the vasophylactery, <laughs> and otherwise... The phylaxily? The phylaxily. I, I like her. The phylaxily. What did you say again? Phylaxily. Yes, I like it. Um, let's give them a good five more minutes and see if they can't work this out themselves. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody will come. Or the phylaxily. Oh, I like that one. I like that Best one close better. Um, Vargas will take some candy out of his bag and eat it. All right. And then offer. I'm going to hold and ready myself to defend Vasily yeah. slash attack the necromancer. Yeah, I offer Lady Sheree a piece of licorice. Oh, no, thank okay, you. Okay, and then I eat it. I appreciate it, though. All right, who is entering combat? I will just to have a, an initiative already in there in case I want to jump in and do something. Just in case. Yeah. Vasily Nicodemus acts on your turn. Okay. Hey, I rolled an 8, by the way. I rolled a natural 19, so 21. Vasily or, uh, Kayla? Uh, I rolled a 6. I rolled a 2 plus 3, 5. Here's Vasily. Vasily, I am sending you Nicodemus's sheet. Okay. So you know what he uses. Who had the the highest? I'm sorry. I think it was late. Madame Shree did. I apologize. Madame Shree. I a 21. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to hold my action to cast. Oh, man, that could be really mean right now. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to hold my action to cast hold person if I think it's necessary. What What is the trigger from necessary? If someone attacks Vasily, I think. So specifically to, to protect Vasily. All right. Mm-hmm. Who would you like to popcorn to? Ooh, let's popcorn over to Constantina. How close is Mercy to Mordenheim? Within five feet. So, okay. I don't want... I wanted to cast something, but I don't want her to get caught in it. (sighs) Crap. Okay. Well, I will cast... Hold person on Vasily. Um, or attempt to. I'm going to use it, uh, do it at second level. Um, so Vasily, you have to make a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, yeah, okay. I got a six. Yeah, you are paralyzed for the duration. So at the end of each of your turn, you can make another wisdom saving throw to break out of that. Which means the shield of faith goes down. Um... And I, as my bonus action, I would like to give Bardic Inspiration to Mercy. <laughs> She's the only one who seems to feel the same way I do right now about this whole situation. And I will popcorn to Mercy. Vasily, did you fail your concentration saving throw? Paralyzation automatically breaks okay. concentration. All right. Thank you. So that that shield of faith is down. So 
I imagine that everything's sort of happening simultaneously. Um, so during Constantina's turn, Mercy is like tearing up and looking at Vasily and just being like, why won't you respond to me? Why won't you say something? For we even friends? What was... What was real? Is this why all of your creations tried to kill me? Did he send you to kill me? And as she's saying this, even if Vasily wanted to respond, she's like being paralyzed. She can't answer. Just kind of see Mercy getting more and more upset. Mercy like shakes her head and looks at Mordenheim and I would like to take a second just to observe him. Does he, because he didn't react to being stabbed in the neck. Does he look undead? Does he look like he's a golem? What's going on? You stabbed him in the neck and he definitely took the blow. You can see that he is damaged. But there's something about him that is inhuman. It does not ring to you as undead, but not alive. Um, then Mercy is going to uh, start waving um, uh, her hands, and her gauntlet starts to grow red hot. Uh, the energy of the spell that she is casting throws her backwards up to 10 feet. I know the room is pretty small, so I don't know if I can go that full 10 feet um, without taking opportunity attacks. Um, and she closes her red hot gauntlet. And when she opens it again, there are three bolts of fire that go right for Mordenheim. Now, these bolts of fire that there there is 10 feet, but you do have to remember that there is a um, a large crematorium behind him it is not currently on or open but that that is going to stop you from going like too far you're gonna bounce into it and take a little bit of like a 1d4 of force damage from hitting the wall i just want to not be right directly yeah next yeah to that's him. no problem okay. i just wanted to to give you a better layout of the room that i've constructed in my okay. mind all right so, yeah, uh, just for bolt. context, I am catching, it's, I'm casting Scorching oh, Ray. Scorching Ray. That is why there are three of okay. them. Um, and so I roll three ranged spell attacks. Okay. Uh, the first one's an 18 on the die, so a 25. Okay. Um, a 14. Okay. Um, and an unnatural 20. Okay. Two of those hit. Okay. And as they hit, they sizzle against his uniform, and you can see wet divots as they burn their way into his flesh and he begins to drip like a human candle okay all right so that's 11 fire damage um plus seven so a total of 18 fire damage as he melts like a human candle from the back nobody who can see him from the front sees it and his face for people who can see him bears no uh reflection of what is happening to his body okay cool almost as though he cannot feel it 
cool. And he uses a free action to look at Vasily and say, This is all rather tiresome, Ava. Stop calling her that. Stop doing whatever you are doing to my friend. Leave her alone. Who would you like to popcorn to? I forgot to use your inspiration, Constantina. Um, okay. I will popcorn to... I mean, I don't... I guess Mercy trusts Vargas. Um, so I will popcorn to Vargas. I pass my turn. I will popcorn to Lady Elliot. Just imagining Mercy looking at Vargas. Vargas, do something! And Vargas is just like, oh, the... <laughs> you're doing great yeah you're doing amazing sweeties just <laughs> he takes out like one of those really big victorian cameras where you like you have to get under it and there's like a thing of powder and he's like you're doing amazing sweetie <laughs> like big <laughs> he's magnesium all over the ceiling <laughs> yeah poor mercy is probably like what <laughs> who, who are you popcorning to Marcus? lady elliot nice Lady Elliot has been actually counting her gold this whole time. This has been happening. She's been like, (laughs) he did say he would give me a 20% tip. And that is not even included. She's annoyed. So she looks over and she sees all this stuff happening. This doesn't really matter to her, though, because she got her gold. Um, But, you know, she's she'll be nice. She'll send over... Just some pretty thoughts over to Mercy without actually doing anything. That's what she'll do for her turn. Oh, that's, that's I respond nice. in your message. No, Constantina told me not to trust you, and I saw you betray us in front of us, and so I'm pretty <laughs> sure that she's right. But thank you. <laughs> and then she'll, she will ask. She's like, would you like me to do something for you, my little plum? Yes, he's he's Mordenheim. I know that he gave you gold, but he's actually a very bad man, uh, and he he's, has my friend confused. She thinks that she is his daughter. Mm. Okay, Lady Elliot. However, reluctantly, will because she is actually charmed by Mercy, despite what everyone thinks. She will attempt to do just a. Oh, she's so weak. <laughs> what can't she do? She'll attempt to do a hold person with Mordenheim. Okay. <laughs> Who would you like? I don't know how, um, don't know oh, how smart this is. Yeah. Oh no, no, sorry. I'm sure it's. It'll it'll <laughs> go sure, great. I'm sure this will go great. So she's like, "All right, my little plum, I will try to hold who you think is a bad man, but he gave me a very large bag of money. Let's. I'm sure this will not end badly for either of us. <laughs> I mean, how can it? Thank how you. can it? Um, I'm just so magical. <laughs> So I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to attempt a hold person. <laughs> I will say um, that. Uh, all right, here we go. I guess <laughs> I'm gonna roll an eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's, and this is a is this a an attack or a saving throw? What is this? This is going to be just an attack. Oh no. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's gonna, she's gonna, she'll message Mercy and say, "I tried, darling." And then she's actually gonna go and and be like, "Oh my god, my makeup." Oh, well. and then I glamour a little. That's <laughs> <laughs> the end. Of the- is no fun else upset. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to glamour. Shri looks upset if it's if it's 
consoles you any. She's like, oh, he does. I trust you. Oh, <laughs> how's it feel to be at the bottom of the trust totem pole <laughs> under Vargas? All right. Who would you like to popcorn to, Lady Elliot? I believe, I believe, um, Vasily is the last person left. So that's, or, and, and the baddies. Oh, wait, yeah, and baddies. So if you want to <laughs> popcorn to Vasily. Oh, goodness. Vasily, Shri, or the baddies. Well, Lady Elliot feels a little naughty. So she's going to popcorn over to one of the baddies. Which one would you like to popcorn to? Do you have a preference? You know, I really like Ezekiel. Okay. Ezekiel had attempted to grapple Constantina and hold her. And now he stalks toward her um, with the same speed, though a different sort of stiff-legged gait as a regular person. And he will lash out at her to slam her into the wall or the ground, wherever he can... Uh, whatever he can beat her body against. Um, and he's going to go ahead and attempt to do that twice to Constantina. All right. So 15. So a dirty 20 and a 16. Constantina, you're going to take 26 bludgeoning damage as he beats these enormous fists against you and tries to pummel you into the ground. I think that leaves a little weird taste in my mouth and starts to make me feel a little wild. And in fact, because he unfortunately started this with fewer than 40 hit points, I need to roll a d6 to see if he goes berserk. Great. I would like to roll what that damage would have been to the other one. Please. (laughs) Just because now it feels important. What? I'm sorry? When I thunderstepped away oh. from not Ezekiel but the other one. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. Um, the you you thunderstepped Marietta. I don't know why I said okay. Ezekiel started with fewer than forty hit points. Oh, that was my okay. bad. <laughs> That's my bad. Okay. That and that I just took average damage. So. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> All right, um, Ezekiel. It just feels important now. Yeah, Ezekiel will popcorn to Marietta, who Shri and Vargas have not attacked, and so she, in her limited intelligence, does not see them as aggressors. She will also attack Constantina since she has been given no. the directive to only protect Vasily. All right, bring it on. All right, so a ten and a nineteen. The 19 hits, and you will take 13 more bludgeoning damage. I need to roll a d6 for Marietta. A one on the die. She does not go berserk. I will popcorn to Madame Shree. How is Constantina looking? Just out of curiosity. How pulpy? (laughs) (coughs) Oh, God, so pulpy. It's pretty bad, yeah. It's pretty bad. Can I message over to Madame Shree? Yeah. Uh, no, okay. not off, not no? on somebody else's turn. Sorry. Okay. I know. I'll whisper. I'll whisper something to you later, darling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I. So there's only the two golems, though. Yes, and Doctor Mordenheim. Two golems and Doctor Mordenheim. Charlotte has not entered battle, and she won't because she's a child, and that makes me feel gross. Okay. Good to know. Um. Shri has been like, mm, do I 
day do I... First of all, are there any boxes in this room? I feel like that's a very valid this question I should be asking. This room is completely empty except for the stone table and the cream. I was really hoping there was a Vasilactory-sized box in here. Just go, that's fine. Um, <laughs> well, if you... I mean, if she's in one piece, is she destroyed? Yeah, you just could drag me out of the room like, right now. She's in multiple, <laughs> yeah, in multiple pieces. That's true. Like, is she destroyed? Uh, Probably. I just feel like there's going to be pursuit, and that just complicates things. So I am going to. If, you, if it's in her tummy and her torso is intact, it's probably fine. Yeah, that's true. Just need the torso. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cast Crown of Madness on. The, uh, let's go with Ezekiel. <coughs> okay, Crown of Madness. Does it work on constructs? Oh, hold on, let me see. Let me see. Because I would probably know that before casting that. It does not. So in that case, I'll, I would cast Slow. Yeah. I'll cast Slow on Ezekiel, Marietta, uh, Mordenheim. What, what's the range on Slow? The range is 120 feet. Okay. It's a 40-foot cube, so I'm pretty yeah. sure that's most of this yeah. room. So I'm going to cast it on Marietta, Ezekiel, Dr. Mordenheim, Nicodemus, and Vasily. Um, so they all need to make wisdom saving throws. Do you want to roll for Nicodemus no, or do can, you want me you to? you can roll for Nicodemus. Use the sheet I gave you. They have to be at a 15. Speed of 15. One, two, three. All right. Okay, I beat it, but Nicodemus didn't. Okay. Both Marietta and Ezekiel beat it, but Dr. Mordenheim does not. Okay, so for those affected, which would be Nicholas, Nicodemus and Dr. Mordenheim, negative two to AC and deck saves, Jesus. cannot use reactions, and on its turn it can use either an action or a bonus action, not both. Regardless of the creature's abilities or magic items, it cannot make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. If it attempts to cast a spell with a casting time of one action, you have to roll a d20. On an 11 or higher, the spell doesn't affect the creature's... Uh, doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn, and... The creature must use its action on that turn to complete the spell. If it can't, the spell is wasted. Um, so yeah. And it can make us wisdom saving throw on the end of each of its turns. Will you, will so, you send um, me the... And I will spend sorcery points to make, cast this subtly so no one knows it's me who cast okay. it. Okay, one second. I'm gonna bring up the spell just so I have it because... It's, it's a lot. It, it's a really a nifty lot. spell. Me, I'm gonna bring that up in... It's Super cool. I feel it's very rarely yeah, used. Yeah, I'm going to so. bring that up in D&D Beyond. Sponsor us. D&D Beyond. Um, it's just so I can... Jesus. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. So I, I subtly cast All it, right. So, so now we're going to go over to Victor, who is, I believe, no longer under a shield of faith and now slowed. Is that correct? He's not held, right? No, he failed a saving throw, I think, so... Or, no, he succeeded at saving throw. Oh, I think so, yeah. He's okay. Um, he just God, real slow. Jeez Louise. Uh, he's going to... Oh, he's having a bad day. I think what he's going to do is move into the point where... Uh, he's going to attempt to, to cast a spell. And he's going to roll that d twenty. Yeah, he's going to wave his hands and start muttering. Um, the thing is, is he doesn't 
cast spells so much. Mm. He, like, uh, like Vasily, is an artificer. And so he will pull a vial out of his hand um, and begin to toss it. Roll this d20. See what's up. Super slow motion. Oh, yeah. An 11. So in spite of slowly tossing it into the room, it breaks and there is the sound of it crashing, crushing open, and a small cloud begins to meander out of it, sickly green. Form a small miasma at the bottom of the room. Uh, Vasily, you know him enough to know that what he has thrown is the equivalent of cloud kill. I will popcorn at the beginning of the round to Ezekiel, who is right next to Constantina. I didn't get a turn. Should I get a turn oh, to try shoot, and break you're right. paralysis? I will, <laughs> I, will, I will popcorn to you. I don't know why I thought that you had a turn. I had you in my notes as having had one. I'm sorry. I will popcorn and to you. My Vasily. concentration is probably down. Okay. So you might. I don't even think you need to roll. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because you're... Okay. <clears throat> so I guess I'm fine now. Um, I will go ahead and try to have Nicodemus cast shield on Mordenheim. But he has to roll... So for slow, he has to roll a d20 whenever he wants to do anything? Mm-hmm. If it is 11 or more, it will take effect on his next turn. Oh my god, this is the worst! <laughs> it's an awesome debuff. Oh, well, he didn't He didn't succeed. He failed at that. Shield will come up in the next round after Nicodemus's next turn. And... Oh, gosh. Popcorn strategically. <laughs> um, so Vasily is... Doesn't know what to do. Um, so what's the, the layout of the situation? Mercy got blown back, right? She's back yeah. against the wall. Imagine a large rectangle that is 30 feet across and 15 feet wide. Most of it is taken up by a stone table that is about five feet across. And then at the end of it is Dr. Mordenheim with Mercy behind him. And to the side of him is Lady Elliot, uh, thinking good thoughts. Behind you and Nicodemus, Constantina, both Marietta and Ezekiel, and at the back of the room, Shree and Vargas near the door with Charlotte. So I want to... Vasily looks very, like, conflicted towards Mordenheim, but she reaches back with her hand and touches Constantina. If if she's that close, it sounds like she could be that close because it's a small room. Or she, like, shuffles and she casts uh, resistance on Constantina. Okay. Oh, that's a nice scene. Um, so uh, once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add that number rolled to the saving throw of its choice. That actually reminds me, before you cast resistance, Constantina, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Oh, no. Before? <laughs> yeah, because this should have happened after Ezekiel and Marietta. <laughs> I was ready for it. Have my stuff up. Yeah. Uh, one. 
the change has begun. By the time you start your next round, you will have changed. Um, and Vasily just kind of looks very sadly at Mercy, too, before she, like, turns her head back down to the ground. And she, as bonus action, moves a little bit closer to Mordenheim, but not super close yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I will popcorn to... Because this will be the start of the order, start of everybody, um, to Vargas. This is so awkward, y'all, and your family problems. Um, there is not a vasophylactery sized box in this room. Nope. Unfortunately. <sighs> there check. is a table check. and a mess. Just a large amoeba of betrayal. Beautiful. That's how I like it. Um... I can see that Constantina is, like, changing into her wear jackal business, right? Yeah. Alright. She is hulking out. Cool. You said there's a table in the room? Mm hmm How far away is it from me? Oh, it's right in front of you, probably within ten feet. Um, I would like to use some of my movement to go to the table and push it up to create a shield between me and wear jackal Constantina. It is an enormous... Uh, stone table, so you're gonna have to roll athletics at disadvantage. Um, before I do that, can I ask Cherie for help? Cherie? What do you need help with? Um, I explained the Constantina situation, and we need a place to, like, like, cover. We need cover. The two of you just walk out of the room and close the door. <laughs> <laughs> just like... Um, well, let's not move the table. It's not that we have the table. Because uh, I don't think it's going to help. It's not like she can't. Just hide behind the table. It's not like she can't get under the Wait table. for it. Now, if you just duck behind the table, it will give you half cover. So she's going to... Oh, dear. Um, she doesn't know friend from foe at that point? Uh, no. It's, uh... I might be able to do something about that. Could you? Could you do that? Maybe. I, um, I will... I can try. So the furnace behind us, that's not on, is it? It is not. <laughs> and it is behind Mordenheim at the front of the table, so that's 30 feet away from you. If I fire Eldritch Blast, will that turn it on? It might. I want to do that. All right. Um, right. I'm not going to make you roll to... Actually, you know what? I am going to make roll. roll. At, yeah, at advantage, because it's not moving, so it's not going to dodge. Alright, it's 14. That'll do it. It. This is two bolts? Yes. Alright, these two bolts careen through the door to this furnace, and Mercy, behind you, you can feel this furnace begin to get hot. What would you like to popcorn to? I'll popcorn to Mercy, and before I do that, I will, like, Motion to the furnace. <laughs> the man is melting. <laughs> now you don't know that. You can't see the Oh, back I can't of him. see him. Okay, well. But he is on fire and not like not <laughs> reacting to it, so Mercy also kinda had the same idea. It's because um, we are of one mind. Uh, as she saw him yeah. yeah. Uh as she saw him melting. Um this action economy. But like, Vasily is able to reply now and still isn't. And Constantina is wearing out. 
Um, and Russell's just like, no, no, Constantina, Constantina, please, I can't, I can't lose you too. I feel, I feel so alone. And, um, she stares at the back of Mordenheim, his flesh just like melting and dripping down his back. Um, and she's going to reach forward with her gauntlet and try to cast levitate on him. Um, if he would like to resist, I will. He will attempt to resist this. Um, then it is a DC fifteen Constitution save. Now he has. Does he have disadvantage on saving throws from slow? Let me check. Just negative two to Dex saves. Oh, okay, so Dex. Okay, so you said a wisdom and I saving. Think just in case, she'll also quicken the levitate spell as okay. well. He rolled. 13. Okay. Um, so she, um, he starts rising in the air as she like lunges forward and she is going to grab him as he's floating and try to sling him into the crematorium behind her. So in order to, you can control most things with levitate and you use that as what a bonus action to direct him. Is that correct? Or is that an action um, to I, direct him? Um, well, I quickened the levity. So you bonus action. So that okay, a, so you action to control yeah. levity. Okay, that's. I'm just. I'm trying to like figure out things real quick. As you force him into the furnace, he goes in head first, stiff as a log, and you hear the sizzle and pop of animal fat as it begins to catch fire in these ghostly gray and black flames that Vargas has stoked. You can hear the sizzle and the pop. You can hear the scream of this wax as it melts, as this creature is engulfed in these flames. He goes in steadily, surely. It's like feeding in a fire. You hear the clink of his brass pocket watch as it hits the red-hot bottom of this furnace. I'm gonna roll something real quick. Mercy. He doesn't even struggle. The last time you burned Victor Mortenheim to death, it was a thing that had to be done. But you watch this man smolder then melt and pool in the grates inside of this fire. The sizzle and the shriek. This wasn't a man. This was some manner of simulacrum. Possibly. Mercy just tossed your father into this furnace like he was nothing. She didn't even try to understand. Yeah, Vasily's furious. She, like, after being shocked for a moment, probably runs up and runs into the furnace and tries to pull out what she can frantically. Mercy is going to try to grab Vasily to stop her from running into a lit furnace. It's fine. She's a tiefling. Also, you're a tiefling. Okay, it's still, it still <laughs> hurts. Vasily. We still don't run into fire. You're setting a bad example for the children. Vasily. Roll me, roll me a D8, Vasily. 
Marcy, if you are putting yourself in the furnace, also roll me a d8. Okay. With your resistance, Marcy, you will take one fire damage. Fossily, you will take one fire damage, since we are rounding down damage. But Vasily, you managed to grab something. A red-hot brass pocket watch, and it sears against the palm of your hand and leaves a sigil. A skull torch wreathed in flames. The only thing your father could give you. I want to put that in my pocket, and I want to look around. I guess there's nothing else left. Not of him. Not of whatever this was. Is he gone? Is he gone for real this time? You didn't even let me talk to him. You didn't let me do anything. And she just, like, turns around and stomps I... out of the furnace and, like, shoves Mercy. You didn't let me do anything. He was... I waited for you to say something, and you didn't say anything, and why would it ma- matter? Every single thing that you have ever said to me has been a lie. Do you think maybe that sometimes people keep things from you to protect you and that it was keeping you safe and I didn't want to come here because I didn't want to hurt anybody that I cared about, including my father, who you just killed again? Do I look like someone who needs protection? And I'm just going to lightning bolt into the wall. Vasily just shouts, sometimes yes. Maybe from people like you. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. I always try to help you, and I always try to support you, and all you do is kill my dad. You always try to help me? Yeah, every you time. You cast spells on me and my friends. You create monsters that try to eat me. You lie to me and let me spill my guts to you about La Mortia and Mortenheim and you are his daughter and you didn't tell me? Do you think I did all those things to hurt you? The things that I've made were made because Mortenheim made me what I am and I'm not good enough. I was never good enough. I'm not good enough for him and I was never good enough for you. And I made these things to be good enough. And guess what? They weren't good enough either. And then you, they... The mistakes are made, things happen, and you make assumptions. You assume the worst of me, just like he always did. And she just throws her fists out and just, like, punches the wall and walks down across the room. Don't put this on me, Vasily. You were always good enough for me. And I made sure that you knew it. The problem was I, was I good is en- that you were not good enough for yourself and you cannot put that on me. Was I good enough for you when you met Constantina or when you met Opal or when you met Lady Elliot and all the times you chose to leave me behind and talk to other people and ignore me? You were always there, Vasily. I can't always be there for someone who d- leaves me behind constantly. Ferguson Shree. We're, behind, we're just behind that coffee table listening the to this. The two of you are behind this coffee table, <laughs> and you see Constantina's transformation complete oh, yeah. itself. <laughs> you see... <laughs> you see as she begins to tear Ezekiel and Marietta apart. Um, I- I'll message over. How long does this um, usually last? Um, ladies, um, 
I know that we're upset. Um, we can talk about it later. But um, has anybody checked on Constantina lately? Fergus says as he's stuffing like candy <laughs> in his mouth, like pretzels. Shri <laughs> <clears throat> would like to look to see where um, Lady Elliot is during this. <laughs> I, I think Lady Elliot is very close, to, a little too close to Can I Constantina. Eat her? Can I eat her right now? Um, <laughs> And I would say, can can I try? Can I try to also, because I'm master of disguise, can I attempt to make another werewolf? Why? You mean like transform yourself like, into a werewolf? Yes, transform myself. Do you have a wolf pelt? Uh, no. Why did I not pick up a wolf pelt on this stupid journey? <laughs> <laughs> Um, How no, can I, I be just, so foolish? You can. I just have this completely useless Arabella pelt. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can make some wolf sounds, though. Yeah. Werewolf sounds. I know for a fact that you can imitate any sound that a creature makes, so I will allow you to do that and attempt to convince her with advantage. Okay. <laughs> Calm down, please. Spoken in werewolf. So yeah, in werewolf, I'm like, wow, you're so good looking, and <laughs> and you're you're just look at that appetite. You go, girlfriend. You do you. <laughs> in werewolf. Scott, why don't we just calm down? <laughs> yeah, uh, a roll, roll of I guess a persuasion with advantage. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, I got a, Hello? I got a, a nine with a nine, so eighteen. Okay, Constantina, <laughs> how's that? How's that feeling to you, man? She's she was so hurt, like physically, that um, I like that. This is probably a pretty feral version of her right now. Um, and Lady Elliot's probably not the best person to be talking her down from her rage because she wants to <laughs> eat her. <laughs> um, is is eighteen enough to make to convince you to um, not eat her? Yeah, I I would say yes because after tearing apart the the golems, I don't think that that was very satisfying. Like flesh. So I don't think it's like stoking her or like making her hungrier. It might have done the opposite where it's like distasteful. So yeah, I think that probably gets through. Right. <laughs> you, you live to a woo another day as yes. Vargas and Tree, Mercy and Vasily, Elliot and Constantina, all of you hear a small voice at the back of the room. I look towards Charlotte. Is he gone? I'm going to try to message to see if there's, if, like, when I probe to see if that thing is there, if she has a consciousness now. There is a consciousness now. Yes! Are you alright? I think it's time to go to sleep. Let's get the others. Others? She turns around and begins to walk down this long hallway. Mm. I look back at the arguing angry, almost sad, crying people, and then I look at the werewolf. <laughs> Lady Elliot, I look over at Vargas. Do you think we could turn this coffee table into a box? I feel like we should find something that we could actually lift. Like, it's pretty heavy. We couldn't turn it over. I don't think she looks that heavy. I don't know. She's kind of a chonker. Like, I'm just 
<laughs> There's a lot under that dress. I've seen it. Oh, oh. Not like that. That's gross. Oh. <laughs> I agree. Um. Do you follow okay. Charlotte? I don't want to leave the Vasilactory. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the door, okay. at least, and look after her, see where she's going. Can you see her stop at the side of the wall and knock on it? And it creaks open. And she motions with her hand. You can't hear what she says, but you see a group of other flesh golems walk out and start to look around with a, a an expression of wonder. I feel for them so much. Do you all have any place to go? They look. <coughs> they don't really say anything. They just look around as though they've never seen this place. Sort of flex their fingers, look at one another, and they all start for the front door. What would the rest of you like to do? Um, has Con- So Constantine has calmed down, but she hasn't changed back yet? No, if Is she's going to change back, she needs to roll on her table. Um, well, Vasily wants to pull out one of her uh, vials that she made for Constantina. One to bring her down. Yeah, she's gonna she's gonna blow it right now because she wants to prove a point. So she she uh, glares at Mercy and she's like, "It looks like I have some helping to do because I'm a helpful person." And she walks down and she walks up to Constantina and puts a hand on her shoulder and like then grabs one of her big monster hands and puts the vial in it. So it's getting real and like closes. Here. Fasily, you were the one who turned Constantina into a verjackal in the first place. She was scared of a small space and she needed some help, okay? There are so many other ways to deal with that, Vasily. Sure, but isn't the best way to make her a giant verjackal so she's not (laughs) scared of anything? (laughs) No. Well, no. You know, that's your opinion. that's, That's your opinions. And she closes... Vasily's monster hand around the vial and pats it. And she's like, I have it under control anyway. It's fine. We have we have a system. We have a system here. I guess where Jackal Constantina drinks it. Um, when I come down to my like normal form, am I still as like injured as I was before? Yeah. So yes, I am struggling to stay on my feet. And I return to my kind of right mind and I want to like swat Vasily away. Don't touch me! Don't! I don't... Who are you? Did you do this to me because of whatever that was? Is this what you do? Do you do... Did you just like no. do this to people? Go around doing this? Was I just... This, I asked really if I was an experiment you. and you told me no, but I don't... Stay... Just stay, stay away from me. Fine. And Vasily turns and just leaves. She, like, storms out of the entire room. Okay. Do you go back down the long hallway? Yeah, she's leaving. Anyone else? I'm going to message Lady Shree as I follow the Vasilactory. Or not Lady Shree, I'm Lady Shree. Message Lady Elliot as I follow the Vasilactory. Um, I'm going to say, are you going to follow through with Vincenzia's orders? I'm going to message back and say, Darling, I've done my damage. It's your turn now. Oh, I've got a job of my own to do. 
<sighs> Seems we've just both used the menagerie. I think that I got my gold that I wanted, and it sounds like you are getting, I don't know really what you want, my dear, maybe a skincare routine. But outside of that, uh, I think we've both gotten what we came here for. And I think Lady Elliot at this point, she just... And I think, I think, I think you'd see her look thoughtfully. Yeah. I could use an upholstery change. <laughs> Lady Elliot is pretty happy with not being eaten in general. And, um, and she's going to just send one last message to Mercy. She's going to say, my little plum darling, I am so happy you made it. You're alive. I'm just going to step really quickly outside to, you know, refresh. I wish you the best of luck, but I will just be right outside. And then Lady Elliot very carefully kind of saunters towards the door. <laughs> Vossel, you are the first person out the door and Lady Elliot not too far behind you, pushing past, uh, likely off to change. And Vossel, you can see... The ground is disturbed out here. All of these golems have begun digging with shovels. The earth is hard, packed, and covered with this filmy ash that you thought was snow at first. And they all begin digging these holes and then climbing inside and laying down to sleep. And Charlotte gives a small wave climbs inside as well. Is is this like that that manga? Is there a hole for me to crawl into and die? They seem to have all dug their own graves, so if you would like a hole, you are free to dig it. Even though Um, it looks like you already have. I know, right? (laughs) Um, Are there any boxes outside? They're just getting inside and pulling the earth over themselves in these shallow beds. (laughs) She just kind of falls to the ground and just starts, like, angrily digging into the dirt. You feel Nicodemus's creaky fingers curl around your shoulders. And he says, Mother, you have a message. Would you like to spend your inspiration to open the hive mind? <sighs> yep. Vasily, I wanted to thank you for the gift. What gift? Now you know, I know Everything you know, especially because you just, you just let me in again. It was so sweet. Mm. There's no point. It doesn't matter anymore. It means so much to me that you worked so hard to help your friends. I'm more powerful than ever now. I'm coming to see you. Great. There's, I don't even care anymore. You can kill me. I don't care. All right. Well, I'll tell grandfather you said hello. What? Nicodemus pats your shoulder reassuringly. What does the rest of the party do? Where's uh, Where's Lady Shree? Did she go outside to find a box? I uh, yeah, I'm following the Vasilactory, and I'm intensely scrutinizing Vasily, and trying to figure out where the phylactery energies might be focused. So you probably wouldn't see something behind you, and like Eldritch Blast at the back of your head. At close range? (laughs) Nope. I'm gonna go ahead and roll, uh, roll that. Since you're coming out of hiding to do it, actually, you know what, you're not, you weren't hiding, so. I wasn't hiding. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not gonna give you that. (laughs) Does, does a 19 hit? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Alright, I'm so sorry. If I was paying attention, I would shield and it wouldn't, but I'm not paying attention. I'm so sorry to do this, you know. Um, if I'm a d10 here, that's not the right one. Okay, seven. And nine. Okay. I'm fine. I'm just gonna turn around, look very disappointed at you. Theron's going to be very disappointed, and I will dimension door to the boat. I know. I didn't know why I thought that would work. <laughs> and I will... Uh, let's just say for fun's sake, because I don't think it'll kill Vargas. I'm going to bonus action summon my <laughs> Hound of Shadow. My Hound of Ill Omen. Just three sorcery points, and then... Yeah. And then go to the boat, and... Send a little message through my ring of mind shielding. Yeah, once you get there. Mercy, Constantina. Oh, but you would notice that as you, you hit the back of her head, like a piece of skull comes off, almost like wood or porcelain. porcelain. And it's just, it'll be some spider cracks throughout the rest of her face. I, I take issue with people having weird <laughs> heads in this show. <laughs> You're the one who shot me in the head. If you shot me in the leg, my leg, I just would have pulled it off and kept going. Mercy and Constantina. Constantina, I believed everything Vasily told me. I forgave her for everything that she did. She knows I, I died in La Mortia, and Doctor Mortenheim built me. A body like those flesh golems you saw. And I don't know if I'm me, and I don't know if I'm alive or I'm dead, and I can't go home. And my eternal order family, I can't. I can't go home like these. And Vasilis knew all of that, and she didn't tell me she was in Mortenheim. She could have built my body for all I know. Is that why you killed him? Because he he made you? He's made a lot of creatures. You saw all of those he kept in that room, um, and they all escaped. He created the Caesar creature, his first creature. Um, I met him when I was in La Mortia, Atom, and he told me all of the terrible things that the doctor did. How he creates monstrous creatures who cannot bear to be in the skins that they are in and people are terrified to see them and don't realize that they are people too. And after I saw what he did to Atom, I had to destroy the doctor. We all did. I... I... I feel like I'm... I don't really... I don't understand any of this and how I am somehow mixed up in this. I have a job to do for the menagerie. I need to find my contact. I mean, if you are like these other creatures, I mean, I I know that you are good. So maybe, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Look, I just... I hope so. Well, I mean, you don't... I want to be I, good. Do you, do you feel like you have a soul? It seems like you definitely have a strong conscience. I don't know. You heard what Vasily said or what Ava said. I've I've only hurt her so much without knowing. Uh, look, I don't 
I don't know. All I know is that he represented things that the menagerie thought were bad. You can't do things to people against their will. Were you turned into what you are against your will? I mean, or are you grateful for the life you have been given? I don't know. See, eternal order would say I died and I should stay dead. Otherwise, deaths might anger and take it out on the whole world. My being alive brings the apocalypse one step closer. It brings the grey realm one step closer. I shouldn't be alive. Well, I don't really think... I think we have more pressing problems here on the mortal plane right now, which is what the menagerie is more concerned with. And I think that you deserve to... I think if you are given a chance at life, you should take it. I'd... Look, I really need to find my contact for the menagerie. You don't have to come with me, but if you want to stick together, we can. But I, I just, I'm realizing that I let my my feelings cloud what my purpose is, and I need to stay focused on on the cause. And I came, we came, we did what we came here to do, at least you and me did, so I need to complete the task. Well, I left Darkon to travel with Vasily, or... With Ava, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do now, but I know that it is always better to adventure together. So if you still let me join you, knowing what I am, said I would like to do that, Constantina. Seem to have accepted me for what I am in all of its many forms now. And uh, maybe I can tell you about the menagerie. I feel like it, that was my first mission that I haven't really finished yet. So, maybe you can be my first re- recruitment. I would like that very much. Oh, yeah, and then I would, I really, Constantina really wants to go find her. The person that she's supposed to meet here, although she doubts that there is someone here now. Well, she... Because of what I told you. <laughs> isn't terribly fond of you or Lady Elliot. So she's taking that with a grain of salt, but it, there's a little... You know Offense. what? You're alive. You're I'm just trying to save your life. Hey, hey I just told you somebody else is in on it. I mean, yeah, I just told you someone said not to make Uch the Rainland. I didn't say I wasn't There's given a little those same doubt, orders. She's still going to. She's still earnest in trying to finish this <laughs> job properly. So you leave this mausoleum as well. The two of you exit through these doors. The last ones to leave the manor, the mansion, the mausoleum, this, this headquarter for. The syndicate of enlightened citizens. You see, as you come through the door, Argus let loose a blast at the back of Shree's head. You see a dark, shadowy hound being summoned as Shree vanishes into a rising mist as Nicodemus sets his hand on Vasily's shoulder, and she tearfully looks up at him. And this ash, the stink of a burning man fall to the ground, and the wisps of silver mist rise until there is no sea, until there is no boat, until there is no graveyard. Just the four of you in a sea of silver. 
And then as quick as you can blink, a sky of stars and a great gothic mansion in front of you with music and the smell of sweet, warm food and a voice behind you. Vargis! You turn to look from where you had been facing down this shadowy hound as it poised to strike and tear out your throat. And there she is, as bright as a summer morning. Curly hair, pulled back in a loose chignon, flowers wreathed across it in a blue, shimmery dress. And she smiles and her eyes are full of mischief. She says, I know you are not thinking of missing my birthday party. Are you wearing that? Of course not, Claudia. I will change. Of course you will, and don't forget your mask. I wouldn't dream of it. She loops her arm through yours as vibrant and alive as she ever was. I love to be punished for all of my sins and crimes. Good! Because more is probably coming. Yeah. <laughs> she motions to the rest of you. Are you are you wearing this as well? Do, you can use my wardrobes. Don't worry, I have plenty. And begins to tug Vargas inside. Vasily, the weight on your shoulder has vanished. Nicodemus is not here. Mercy, Constantina, you are standing with two people that you do not trust, Rosalie and Vargas, Claudia, a woman that you could have sworn was a ghost, Mercy, with cheeks rosy and a crooked smile, she beckons you inside to a lively party where everyone is wearing fantastic makeup and jeweled masks. Come on! You don't want to miss it. This is going to be the best night of my life. This is where we will end until next week's finale. Are you still there? You're sending help, right? They can find me and any survivors at talesfromthemist.com, at mistalesdnd on Twitter, or at mistwalkers.threadless.com, where you can find Tales from the Mist shirt designs so others know that your soul is marked only for sorrow.